0: there's a link in the show notes, or if you're an Instagram user, just message me, three steps. That's the number three, S T E P S, and I'll send you that link. Let today be the day you get started.
1: If you look at almost everything that we have, there's some sort of design on it, whether it's bedding or, or curtains or your tissue box holder. Um, somebody has done some type of artwork that, that was put on that. Welcome to
0: Measure Twice, Cut Once, the podcast where we hear quilters and other crafters' stories and draw encouragement and even life lessons from them. A little later in today's show, we'll be hearing from Michelle Oliveto, and she's going to give us an up-close look at her fabric design company and all that goes into the beautiful fabrics that you find on the store shelf. I'm your host, Susan Smith. I'm coming to you from my quilting studio, Stitched by Susan. This is where my long arm Lucy and I spend lots of hours doing freehand edge-to-edge quilting. Now, if you're not a quilter and those terms mean nothing to you, it's basically doodling on the surface of a quilt with a 50-pound writing implement with needle and thread attached and at high speed. If you are a machine quilter, I invite you to tune in to the live and unscripted events hosted on my YouTube channel, also stitched by Susan. These are streamed live and so they're interactive and you're able to ask questions about the current project and get answers about it while I'm still working on it. So it's extremely interactive. One of my very favorite designs to quilt edge to edge is an all over type feather. So it's just a very graceful, meandering, um, quilted feather design all across the surface of a quilt. And I've had so many requests for a class on how to do this that I've made a mini course available And in this free class, um, I can show you how to achieve those flowing feathers that you've aspired to. They're always eye-catching, they're always gorgeous, but they can be a real challenge. So in this class, I take you through it step-by-step from the basic feather shape to getting even coverage across your quilt to avoiding awkward corners and customizing little details. It's all there. And so I'll walk you through it and demo the quilting process step-by-baby-step. So if you're interested in that All Over Feather mini-class, just head to my website and a sign-up form will pop up there. Today's Pins and Needles is brought to you by The Will and Dave Show.
1: Hi, I'm the Will Half of The Will and Dave Show,
0: a short little podcast that myself and the eponymous Dave like to record talking about the things that really matter to us, whether that's social, political, or pop culture. Usually we don't see eye to eye, But more often than not, we can find some common ground in there somewhere. And now, back to pins and needles with a quick tip for all
1: you sharp quilters out there.
0: My tip for you is kind of a little personal story today. For me, fall always feels like the season of quilting retreats. And I'm a member of a group of five women who have, for a number of years, gotten together once or twice a year for a weekend of just, you know, sewing together, laughing together, sharing hot beverages together, having a good time. Anyway, in preparation for that retreat, of course, you're always packing up all the projects that you want to take along and trying to keep them more or less organized. Well, some months back I was in a vintage collectible type store and I found a set of suitcases that were identical to a set that my parents had when I was growing up and I'm going to say this would have been in about the early 70s so that gives you an idea of the sort of vintage of them. So they're blue on the outside hard shell and on the inside they're lined with a blue kind of satiny polyester and they have a mirror in the top and a pocket and they're all the same. And there's three different sizes of these suitcases. Well, the ones I found in this shop were in pristine condition. So I purchased those suitcases and they have become my travel suitcases. So I take them to retreat there's room for a different, you know, project in each suitcase, room for my tools to go in the pocket, you know, room to check my makeup, which I'm not wearing at retreat, in the mirror, whatever I need. And I love those little suitcases. So that's a fun little tip to to add a little level of um, personal interest to your retreats. Grab you some vintage suitcases and fill them up with projects. You all know how much I love my coffee by now. And if you're interested in supporting this podcast, just go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash stitched by Susan. There for the price of one delicious coffee, you're able to make a one-time contribution. I thank you so very much for your support and maybe take a moment now to refill your cup as you settle back to enjoy today's interview. Michelle Oliveto is the creative force behind Dandelion Fabric & Co. This is a relatively new boutique fabric brand. She produces high-quality cotton quilting fabric, and it's designed by artists from around the world. So Michelle's going to give us a glimpse into why she created this gorgeous brand. Michelle, I'm so pleased to welcome you into the studio. Ah, thanks, Susan. It's so great to be here. I have been looking forward to this. Your Instagram feed, your website are just such a feast for the eyes. So we're going to, in a few minutes, get into talking more about what that is and what your business is. But first, I'd love to hear a little more of your your personal quilting story. What got you into um, making and loving quilts and fabric?
1: Yeah, so for me, it's, it's funny. I'm a, I'm a very new quilter, so I'm just learning um, from a quilting standpoint. But I have been a lover of design and fabric all my life. Um, And I had a grandmother who worked in New York City as a seamstress years ago, and a a mother who was also a seamstress that's in my family from Italian heritage. But I never learned how to sew, which seems so interesting that I've had that in my background and and I don't sew. So now I'm just starting to learn. Um, But for me, it was all about the design and fabric. And I used to kind of go into all the different stores and and look at the beautiful fabrics. And I purchased a lot of fabric, but it didn't actually make anything with them. I just admired their, uh, their design and the artwork on them.
0: So the moral to this portion of the story is there are many doorways into the world of quilting, right? There are. And yours is the doorway of design. Okay, so, so you have been designing surface design type things for a long period of time, or is that too kind of a new job for you?
1: Yeah, I started years ago um, doing some surface pattern design for scrapbooking when that was a big, um, kind of a big deal, and did it for a little bit and then started to go back into the corporate world and dropped my artwork and surface pattern design. So about maybe three or four years ago, I got back into um, getting into artwork and seeing what I could do with surface pattern design and realized quickly that I actually could do a lot of good in the world if I created my own company versus just trying to license my own artwork.
0: Okay, so maybe for our listeners, because I realize surface design or surface pattern design might not be familiar terms, maybe give a brief definition of of what that is and how it applies to fabric and, and, uh, yeah, fabric design.
1: Yeah, sure. So if you look at almost everything that we have, there's some sort of design on it, whether it's bedding or, or curtains or your tissue box holder. Um, somebody has done some type of artwork that, that was put on that, and that really would be surface pattern design. So it's okay. just everywhere in the world, um, and it's, it's a fun way to use your own artwork and, and um, put some visions of what you'd like to see out there in the world.
0: I love that. And so you've chosen fabric as your medium, or are you in a number of different mediums?
1: So mostly right now it's just fabric, although I'm open to lots of things um, for my own artwork. Right now I get to license other people's artwork for our company, so I'm really focusing on them more than me right now. But um, I'm open to almost everything that we can do to, to bring some pretty pretty artwork into the world.
0: I agree. So tell us about your company and what it does.
1: Yeah, great. So, we are a boutique fabric company um, focused solely on quilting fabric. The way that kind of came about was as I started to get back into my own artwork and I was, you know, getting into some of the different um, groups that are on the internet and learning a little bit more about Adobe Illustrator and using, you know, the graphic, um, graphic software. I noticed that there are a lot of talented people in the world um, and a lot of them, mostly women, uh, really interesting people. And what I did notice quickly was that most of the folks that are out there don't have the business background that I do. And so I thought to myself, wow, you know, one of the things I'd like to do is how do I make money and and give it to some organizations that I want? How can I help people throughout, you know, whoever I'm working with? And I thought, well, I can start my own business, license other people's work and create a, a beautiful boutique company um, with quilting fabric as the main source because that's kind of my entry into surface pattern design in the last few years. So that, that's pretty much the focus on, on quilting.
0: I love that. So what is the name of your company? Yeah, so we are
1: under Dandelion Fabric & Co. Uh, Too and it's fun, been,
0: but not yeah, fluffy. It's, it's,
1: <laughs> yeah, not fluffy. Um, and it has a lot of background meaning to it that we that we chose Dandelion for, um, what it represents. Um, but it's been about a year. It's been wonderful and it's been received extremely well so far. So we're building the brand and, and seeing what we can do to get um, out to the quilters and hear their stories as well.
0: So you touched a minute ago on it, what your website states is your why. So you touched on that you want to help other people, especially women, you know, sort of find their voice in their expression. And secondly, you want to be able to give in the places of your choice. Do those form the whys of your company and are there other factors in your why?
1: Yeah, I mean, most of the the point for me is, you know, what can I do to help folks? So from my designers that I work with, we give a bigger licensing percentage than probably some of the other companies do so I can give them a better financial reward. How, uh, the artwork how are that... you
0: able to do that, if I may ask? Yeah,
1: so um, I I take uh, give them a bigger cut of the margin, basically um, is what I can do. We originally went out and did an e-commerce um, model so that we had. Um, fabric that was printed in the U.S. And we did it through e-commerce through our site now so we could give them a bigger percentage. Um, but what we would like to do and what was the goal all along was really get into the quilt stores because we wanted to also be able to support all the local quilt stores out there. That was right. one of the main points. Um, and so we are moving in that direction now. However, in order to compete in um, that arena, you ha- you cannot produce in the United States. You have to go overseas. And so things start to change radically when you do that. But we're still giving a bigger percentage to our designers and then we'll be giving a percentage of our proceeds to um, the nonprofit causes that are close to us
0: well I really appreciate you giving us kind of a little look into what's behind the scenes often you know we as con- on the consumer end don't know these factors that have to be taken into consideration or that effect you know the bottom line that we see on the sticker yeah. at the store so I appreciate you giving us a little a little look into that. Um, I noticed your new collection. Are you interested in talking a bit about that? And are there multiple designers in it and maybe describe it for us? Big question, yeah, I know.
1: Actually, yeah, that is a big question. Actually, we have a lot planned for this year. We we started out with eight collections um, among five or six different designers, and we are now moving to a, another 12 collections on top of those eight. And so those the full cl- series of collections will be coming out in 2022 through the local quilt stores. So we'll be moving off of the e-commerce platform, um, and so you'll no longer be able to buy it directly from us, but you can go to your local quilt store and another online um, and get any any one of the, the collections that are coming out, which should be about, you know, twenty collections in total next year.
0: Oh, that's exciting. So the one that I was particularly referring to was one I recently saw photos of in your feed, which was Fall in Love with Fall, I believe. And the colors in that are just sumptuous and warm.
1: Oh, they're they're great! In fact, that designer is from Germany. She does a, a, a an excellent job. Um, she is under dienki dot com, and um, it's a beautiful collection. And it's so, the jewel tones just really grab you for the fall, which is my favorite season of the year. So I love that collection.
0: I don't honestly know that fall is my favorite season, but fall has my favorite colors. So you know, I don't play favorites yeah. too much. <laughs> I have favorites about every season. So, another thing that I noticed on your website is that you invite readers to contribute stories of their quilts. What what is who are you trying to reach with that?
1: Yeah. So for me, again, um, building this company is not about a financial reward. For me, it's more of a uh, passion project. Um, And so, whether it's our fabric or another, you know beautiful collection. For me, it's about the stories. It's what binds us together. And I am all about relationships and everything I do, the company is about relationships. So for me, it's the relationship with our consumer, the quilters or our designers or anybody in our supply chain. And so I want to hear what what makes people want to give quilts, why they're bringing that love into the world and all of the hard work and um, sweat that they put into it and the love they give it all away to people. Why? What was the story behind that? That's what drives me is to see that. And and if our fabric gets to be in one of those stories, well, I, to me, it's just, that's the icing on the cake.
0: No kidding. I do love that. That just adds such a, such an added dimension to, you know, it's not just about fabrics. It's not just about a hobby. It's about gifts. It's about giving the gift of love. And I always say there, there's nothing warmer than the hug of a quilt, right? And that's just, that's just what exactly. it feels like.
1: It's exactly what it feels like.
0: So maybe now is a good moment to say where your website is and where people who perhaps have stories, because I bet lots of our listeners do have stories, where they could contribute those and what the steps are to doing that.
1: I would love that. I would love that. So it's uh, www.dandelionfabricandco.com. And there is a little link right there where you can um, enter the details for your quilt story. And so once we get that and a few pictures, we're happy to spread the news and the love and the joy of of what that was about uh, on our Instagram feeds and in blog posts and everywhere we can. I think it's a great celebration of life.
0: Yes. If you're thinking of contributing a story, be sure to have a couple of pictures handy because it is very much a visual sharing. So, yes, Michelle, yes, will need your sure. photos. All right. So, um, a more personal question. Have you got a project that you're working on right now? I
1: do. So, again, I, I'm just starting out to quilt. And what's funny is I love all of the gadgets. So, I just got an um, Accu... An uh, I have an Acu quilt cutter. Right. And... Um, I just got it. It's in the box. So I'm so excited. Um, And I am going to start with learning how to do some flying geese. And I I kind of figure, why don't I dive into the deep end and just go for things that are a little bit more difficult? I'm not sure why. Yeah. Why not? Right. (laughs) It's the best way to learn. So I'm going to start and I'm actually going to start this weekend with my very first quilt um, and put everything that I've learned over the course of the last two years into some use, hopefully.
0: Well, that's exciting. Are you going to do like an unboxing video or anything like that? Or are you just going to? get at it you
1: know you're right i should do an (laughs) an unboxing video i'm so excited to just open that box and get at it so we'll have to see how that goes this weekend if i can do that
0: it's it's so funny you know reels and and uh, video stories and things like that are so trendy right now and i keep thinking of that too every time i go to do something i'm like this would make a great reel and then you're like but it would take 10 times as long (laughs) so that's so much work (laughs) it is it is if only i could you know outsource that part of things
1: true so true
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, anything else that you want to tell us about upcoming things on the horizon? Or maybe we should take a minute and reach out if there are other creatives that are listening that might be interested in exploring surface design or getting in touch with you about a fabric line. Who knows?
1: Absolutely. On our on our site, you can actually go if you want to work with us or, or if you're a designer and, and it's something you're interested in doing. We're certainly looking for quilters who want to be designers. So most of our designers are artists from around the world, but not quilters. And okay. there is such a big difference when you're designing for the quilt um, industry in terms of scale and color. And so I would love to hook up with some, some quilters that want to, to design some lines as well, which is great. So you can find us everything you need is a link on our site, whether you want to be a designer or whether you just have some questions for us or want to have a story that that we can we can share
0: that's good to know everything's kind of in one place and, and I was uh, looking at your website this morning and there's a good clear menu there you can find your way around to all yeah. of these different things so are you finding that social media is really helpful for you in marketing because it is so visual because you're able to share the photographs the colors um, that that visual aspect is really helpful in your marketing Absolutely
1: it is, because it is everything about what you see. And what I'm finding with a lot of quilters is that when they see something they love, that's what they want. Sometimes it's harder for for people to try to put things together, colors or fabrics or designs. And so it's really important for us to be able to visually show all of that so people can see something, and Go, oh, I really like that. And we will actually take... Different collections and combine them in different ways to show something completely different for people that might like that So super important um, on on Instagram and Facebook and all the social media and sometimes you put some things out there that You know, I, I think it's just mediocre. It's okay. And, and people love it So you just never know what's gonna really connect with people
0: Right, and I think the moral to that story is, you know Put it out there frequently and often because you don't know when that connection will be made And uh, Yeah, I do love that we yeah. have such a community in, in, in social media and particularly on Instagram of quilters that are sharers and encouragers. And it is such a great place for ideas and inspiration.
1: Yeah, absolutely it is. And I find that, you know, looking around at the demographics of the quilters, I'm I'm in that demographic now. Uh, but I'm also looking at, you know, the younger quilters that are coming up and people like my daughter, who's 23, to, that want to start to learn. So it's interesting to try to, to feed those different types of groups of people who like different
0: types of things. It is, and there's just kind of more room in the industry for everyone. I feel like the pandemic, while it has had many obvious disadvantages, there are a few advantages, and one of them is that people, because they stayed home so much, found maybe their roots or their interests in crafts and hobbies again and for sure there was a run on sewing machines for some of the first few months um, of the pandemic and so what we've got now is a lot of people at home that own a sewing machine right so it's a great time to be reaching out to beginners and to those who are you know up and coming. Um, people in this industry. So yeah, love that. Yeah,
1: absolutely. You're never too, as, as with me, I'm 53 now and I'm just starting to learn to quilt. You're never too old or too young to start
0: something. So. Agreed. Well, you know, that was a really great nugget of wisdom I was just about to say. <laughs> Be- before we go, do you have a little nugget that you'd like to share with our listeners? Something that maybe your hobby has a moment in life that it's helped you through or a door of opportunity that it's opened up for you? A little piece of wisdom you'd like to share.
1: Yeah, actually, I would I, I have a, a favorite co- quote, it goes with me wherever I am in, in every office that I've ever had. And it's the way that I live my life. And I, I'd love to share that. Um, and it's actually a quote from Maya Angelou, um, who said, I've learned that people will forget what you said, and people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And so for me, that's how I live my life. And it's the the reason why quilting the community is such a big deal is because it's how you make people feel every day. If you can make them feel special in one small way, then what a great day that is.
0: I agree completely. Such good advice. I won't add to it. It stands on its own. <laughs> well, thank you very much for joining me. This has been a real pleasure to get acquainted with you and your company.
1: Thank you so much, Susan. It's been great to be here.
0: And thank you for tuning into the show. This has been such a treat to hear Michelle talk about her why for her business and how she's growing it. Yes, to make a living, but also to make a difference, to meet the needs of the designers and um, quilters that she is serving, and to make a bigger difference in the world as well. So, hats off to Michelle. I applaud you for the business that you're building, and hopefully, in a couple years' time, we'll be able to check back with Michelle and see how that has grown and spread. and I look forward to that. So if you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to consider leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you choose. It really helps other listeners to find the show so they can hear these stories too. Plus, I would love to hear from listeners who'd like to nominate a crafter that has a story to tell. If you know such a person, or are one, email me at, at stitched by Susan.com. I look forward to hearing from you. So until next time May your sorrows be patched and your joys be quilted.